0: Good morning, everyone. With me today is Ryan O'Shaughnessy of Trailmix and John Pugh of Juno Park Foundation. Good morning, you two. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Well, we're happy you requested to be on today because now we can learn more about what Proposition would 2 would do if it was passed and what work might happen if the sales tax extension is passed as well. That's Proposition 3. Might be getting ahead of myself, though, Ryan trail mix is the stewards of our trails, I wanted to ask you what you think of our current level of maintenance of our 200 trails here in town, 200 miles of trails in town.
1: Yeah, that's a good question, Kevin. Um, You know, we uh, work closely with the city and borough of Juneau Parks and Recreation Department, the Forest Service Juneau Ranger District, uh, Alaska State Parks, to keep up on our trip with the, the maintenance on our current trail system as best we can that looks like hiring um seasonal crews that work 40 hour weeks from april until november uh they're out working hard all the time we log thousands of volunteer hours uh every year and there's still a
0: lot to do and Um, and john how is the park foundation involved
2: well, the Park Foundation uh, tries to support the the uh, city 's uh, parks and Rec Department in trying to upgrade and improve parks as well as to create new ones at times, but most of the time it 's to upgrade and improve and, and our main goal and mission is to make parks and, and trails uh, accessible to all. And some of our parks are not as accessible as they ought to be for the entire population. And so as we improve parks, uh, that's a big goal for us is to make sure that they're accessible.
0: And I assume you two work together? Uh, at least the organizations from time to time? Uh, absolutely. In fact, uh, you know, we've uh, been
2: on joint projects with trails uh, as well as uh, with the parks. So, you know, our trails and parks in this town kind of come together in a lot of different places. So uh, I've worked on uh, the Lemon Creek area with uh, Trail Mix, with the park and trail there with, with uh, Trail Mix. And, you know, it's, uh, yeah, we work together
1: quite closely. A lot of the parks and trails projects in in Juneau require uh, a a whole cast of of players, you know, from the the Parks Foundation to the the government agencies and and trail mix and volunteer groups. Uh, So uh, many hands make light work there.
0: Well, if we have time later in the program, I'm hoping we can take that up again. But right now, I wanted to ask you about this because I check out Trail Mix's website and I saw a new tab vote for trails talking about the two ballot props I mentioned earlier. What spurred you all to take a position?
1: You know, Trail Mix's mission is to be the stewards of uh, a safe and enjoyable trail system for for Juno and everyone who lives here. Uh, so when the city assembly passed the ordinance to add Proposition 2 to the ballot. Uh, we knew that that was something that that we needed to speak up on. Proposition two authorizes a government oblig or excuse me a general obligation bond for six point six million dollars uh, to fund area wide trail maintenance, a new cabin, and resurfacing the Adair Kennedy Track and Field. Uh, area wide trail maintenance, like like I said earlier, you know, there's so much maintenance to keep up with. And we do the absolute best we can, um, but this will really, really help us uh, move forward with our mission
0: in, in making sure that Juno has a safe and accessible and enjoyable trail system. Tell me about where the funding would go. I understand Perseverance Trail may need
1: some work. Perseverance Trail may need some work. There was a huge landslide up there um, last winter, right at right at the beginning of the trail, and. Um, we're concerned that, you know, that may keep sliding, and, and we really need to do some, some really in depth uh, geotechnical work and some, some planning and design to make sure that the Perseverance Trail stays accessible um, for, for generations to come. There's also a lot of, um, like that landslide on Perseverance, there's a lot of other uh, trails that have been hit pretty hard with the increase in um, summer rains and, 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 you know, mass wasting events. Um, so, so that million dollars in the general obligation bond will go a long way towards keeping Juno's trails accessible.
0: John, you look eager to join in. Why don't we bring you in?
2: Well, I think of the, the the thing is, it's not just about trails, too. I think one of the things that mentioned. Uh, the Derrick Kennedy Park, uh, which is a park, you know, and it's used tremendously by the the Valley families, uh, kids, you know, playing basketball at the basketball court, people walk on that track on the Derrick Kennedy at night, older people come out and Get their steps in, get their, their miles on that track. And, uh, you know, as well as we have our, of course, we have football games there from uh, time to time and things on that. So that's a real important one. But the other one is, that was not mentioned is the baseball field. Now, many years ago, I coached baseball in, in, on that field. And that field is really difficult when it rains. There's no way you can drive that field out in any time. So it, it has caused a lot of difficulty for the, the you know, for the baseball season really in in a climate like this but so to have a surface on that baseball field can be really important so so again uh these are all of these projects are really good for uh the entire community but for our families and kids in this community which i think make is what makes Juno a great place is that we really are concerned about the quality of life for our families here and i think that's what parks and trails are about and uh, and so that's that's our goal with with the park foundation and i'm I'm really pleased to be partnering with with uh, Trailmix and Sean and, and this this uh, campaign. When's the last time a Dare Kennedy's field saw some work? Uh, well, they, what they do is drag it. You know, it's an uh, it's just a, a mud field essentially. You know, and uh, you just have to drag it, and it's a lot of maintenance. Uh, you know, the uh, again, the the city says that it's it's uh, really difficult to continue to maintain a field like that that doesn't have a decent surface.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And on the fur proposition to the actual ballot language that the voter will see is quote to improve public health and access to outdoor recreation, could you talk a little bit about that framing? It seems like it falls in line with a little bit of what your objective here is today.
2: Well, it definitely falls in line with our mission. If you read, you know, our our, our mission and our vision at the, uh, on our website, our vision is to Juno is fully engaged in the health, safety, and vib- vibrant future of our parks, and the park related programs are accessible to all citizens throughout the community. So that's always been a big part of what we feel like is that for individuals in Juneau to really stay healthy. Uh, they need to get outside. And it really became obvious during the pandemic. I mean, not just here in Juneau, but across the whole country. Uh, parks throughout the country were just jammed with people trying to get outside because it was a safe way of, of exercising and keeping healthy and so on. So I think uh, we we have been blessed in this community over the years for, for our our leaders have developed a, a, a large number of parks and trails. Man, I've never seen a community that has over 100 trails that leave from, you know, from the roadside. I love that. I love hiking and and uh, and it's been a, a real blessing to live here with that. So I just think uh, the parks also there we try to have them in all neighborhoods but I think there are areas we could improve on. You know, Lemon Creek's one, of them. we could we could get some more parks and better parks in lemon creek and we can improve some of the parks in some areas of valley and stuff but but generally speaking our community has done a good job of keeping up with parks and trails
0: so we've talked about two main components here with uh, prop two that's for the work on parks here in juno but that's also for work on trail maintenance there was another aspect of this proposition i saw as well and that's for another public use cabin could either of you take that question
1: yeah, absolutely. Um, we're really, really excited uh, that there's a the funding for a new public use cabin is um, included on this general obligation bond. You know, I think Juno has uh, somewhere, somewhere around a dozen public use cabins that are accessible from from either on the road system or trails from the road system. Amalga comes to mind. Amalga is the most recent one built by the city and borough of Juno. And, and Park Foundation. And, and, the, and the Park Foundation. And um, there's a, a lot of partners there. Trail Mix, uh, you know, helped out with the, the trail to the cabin. And um, that, that was built in uh, 2020. And other than nights that it's been closed for maintenance has been occupied 100% of its availability. 100%. 100%. And, uh, you know, the Forest Service cabins, uh, I think that Dan Moeller um, in 2021 uh, was rented 341 nights out of the year um you know we we have a clear demand for for cabins um and i think we're really excited to see to see more uh public use cabins uh come out of this proposition
2: yeah i think the other one is hilda dam you know up at eagle crest Mm -hmm. which i know i'm on the juno community found uh foundation and we helped with that uh, raise the money for that uh, um, cabin that cabin's been ninety six percent occupancy since its opening and it really is a big demand and for folks to get out. Again, it's it's healthy, people to get away from you know, from their routine of the work and at home and stuff and get out and, and go to a cabin and in a beautiful little spot. Who who couldn't miss that? That's something that's really really good for families and in and our community
1: have they always been this full though would you say you know that's a that's a good question i i I would imagine that there's you know through the pandemic certainly been uh, an increase in use the same as we've seen an increase in use uh through our parks and trails you know Mm -hmm. um as as john mentioned in 2020 we really saw the value and how lucky we are as a community to have all of these things um i imagine that you know there's there's probably been an increase uh, in use during the pandemic but you know, I can't think of a, a time when these cabins aren't wildly popular. You know, I was at the um, uh, uh, Eagle Glacier cabin uh, last last Christmas, actually. I spent Eagle Gla- at the, the Christmas at the Eagle Glacier cabin, and I was reading back through the log books. And, you know, you're reading log books from 1993, <laughs> and, they're at it, and it's booked every day, and people are writing their special memories in there. I think that public-use cabins in Juneau are, are, are a really important part of the Juneau Trail and park system. They're a part of this community. Um, I think everybody here has a a special memory, whether it's with friends or family or hunting or fishing at
0: at, at our public use cabins. So with that, that's Prop 2. Let's go to Prop 3, which folks may already be familiar with. That's the 1% sales tax extension. What funding is there for trail work?
1: The 1% sales tax, uh, the temporary 1% sales tax extension, um, we will fund uh, some deferred maintenance to, to CBJ Parks and Recreation Facilities. And that includes some funding uh, for trails and park signage. Um, you know, we, we see all these uh, uh, interpretive signs in our parks, which are really wonderful to read uh, and, and really contribute to the quality of a park, I think. Uh, but also, it's really important to know where you're at on a trail to have uh, trailhead signs and markers that you know give you accurate and correct information. About, I'd like to know where I'm going. you know like <laughs> that's, that, that's important <laughs> stuff. Um, and it you know it, it does take uh, to money to do that. So uh, we're we're really excited to see uh, that project included in the one percent sales tax
2: and and in the parks they they've identified if it, you know in the proposition 5 million dollars for repairs and maintenance on uh 30 developed parks and 25 sports facilities in the area i mean again they don't have the specific uh, ones that will be done you know they'll have to work through those but but uh it's a, it's there's a lot of deferred maintenance and the, some of it has to do with with drainage uh part, you know Parking lots. Some of the parking lots are really in bad shape, and some of the parks, and those those need to be done. Uh, And the other one is replacing outdoor lighting. One of the things that we learned at the when I was at the university is is it's amazing when you the new lighting systems, how much you can save on energy by replacing those you know lights uh, with newer systems and so uh, outdoor lighting is a big issue too with parks and getting those done and safety I mean for kids, mm-hmm. you know again, extends the use of those playgrounds to have good lighting and and, and safe lighting so uh, so that's that's really important. Um, and so I think that's that's the what the money is going to be used for. I think it's a good use of the, of the money. You know, the one percent sales tax. Mm.
0: Oh, and coming back to the vote for trails, uh, that's up on your website. It's props two and three. So when a voter goes in to vote, or when they drop in their ballot uh, this month, they've got the option. What do you hope will go through their mind now when they see Props 2 and 3? I really hope that uh, voters in
1: Juneau will really understand that voting yes for Propositions 2 and 3 is a, a vote for Juneau. Um, I think that these propositions are good for our community, they're good for, for families, um, and they're, they're good for recreation. So I really encourage everyone out there listening to, to vote yes on Propositions 2 and 3. John, anything to add?
2: Uh, I would say uh, absolutely. The other thing that I that I would add that I added last uh, last week uh, when I was on radio is that I was on Juno Economic Development Council, and one of the really big things about. uh, Uh, attracting people to in a community is to have a good quality outdoor recreation you know and uh, parks and i think this is something that's important for the community so i hope they think about that that this is about quality of life and about attracting people here and keeping people retaining people here uh, in our employment system we're having trouble getting people to you know employed here in Juneau right now and and it's really important to have a quality community
0: Mm. And there's lots of talk about independent travelers, too. I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, we've got a little bit of time left with our guests, but I will save that for after the break. So stay tuned. <laughs> and we're back with Ryan O'Shaughnessy, executive director of Trail Mix, and John Pugh, board member of the Juneau Park Foundation. We were talking a little bit about Props 2 and 3 in the first part of the program, and during the break, I was... Chatting them up about that Treadwell sign I missed out on during your guys' <laughs> last annual auction. So, when is, that, when is the next auction coming up?
1: We're really excited to bring our auction, uh, our dinner and auction back in person this year. So, we'll be at Centennial Hall on uh, November 19th and you got this sign
0: when you were doing some work over at uh over at treadwell yeah
1: the treadwell ditch uh man that was a really popular sign that we auctioned off uh at the auction and and what a popular trail i know i got super outbid (laughs) (laughs) it's uh yeah we've been working um through a partnership with the Juno Community Foundation on uh, a grant supplied by um, the Alaska Department of Fish and Game, the Division of Wildlife Conservation, uh, we've been working on the Treadwell ditch uh, for uh, about almost 5 years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're we're in the home stretch. We're really excited to be to be working on the the portion of the trail beyond um, the Bonnie Bray neighborhood and
0: then moving up towards Eagle Crest. So really really excited to see that coming together. So while you've got the Treadwell ditch, you must be keeping busy because you've got the auk new trail now and f- brings folks up to speed about that partnership
1: yeah so we are working on the um new trail in a partnership with the juno ranger district uh and those funds are are provided through the great american outdoors act um and that that um legislation uh provides funding to the forest service among some other agencies uh to improve our recreation facilities our trails um so we're working on that trail. To you may have if you've been up there in the last you know five or six years, you may have noticed uh, lots of lumber and, and gravel that's been staged up there and uh, waiting for it's it's time to be used. Uh, and so we are um, you know hardening the trail with gravel. We're we're building um, uh, some new uh, boardwalk staircases, the double planked boardwalk staircases, and um, trying to make it get folks an easier time to get up to that uh, public use cabinet people like so much.
0: What do you think of the outdoors act? It's must, it must've been right up your alley.
1: Yeah. The great American outdoors act was, um, was fantastic. Legislation, um, that, that, um, gosh, was it 2020 that, that, that made, that made it through. Um, and not only did it provide uh, so much funding for, for, like I said, for recreation facilities, trails, uh, but it also uh, permanently funded the Land Water Conservation Fund, and that's that's funding that um, the federal government can use to, to make sure that um, lands and waters stay permanently protected and in in, in in trust and and not not be developed. So, um, re- really great legislation. How much are parks involved in this, Joan? Well, I. Again,
2: as I said, we kind of partner on different trails, and particularly those that connect with uh, with parks. And one of the examples is uh, the Eagle Valley Center. You know that we're working with uh, the city on a whole revamp of that. We we went in with them for a grant from Rasmussen Foundation, so they can really upgrade that center out there. And we recently had a community day out at Eagle Valley Center. Uh, had over two hundred people there, and uh, that's an example where uh, trail we we. Work worked with them to build the Malga cabin and got a grant from Rasmussen and others to work on that and uh, you know and Trail Mix built the trail to the cabin so again we partner a lot on those kinds of uh, joint projects because as I said so often our trails actually start in a park and go up into the mountains or whatever so mm-hmm. it's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, mixing and matching and partnering to get things
0: done as you know mm-hmm. and how are you on Volunteers, uh, Ryan? Yeah, so we, um, we actually have, I appreciate you asking,
1: we have a few volunteer opportunities uh, left this year. Um, so this year, we've um, it's been the debut year of our Trail Stewards program, uh, which uh, empowers a group of people, whether it's a group of friends or a, a faith-based organization or a school or, or workplace to, to get together. Uh, Rotary Club's been involved, Trout Unlimited, but uh, it allows them to get together, pick a trail, and essentially adopt it and um spend their summer spend 5 work days that summer uh improving that trail
2: we recently uh, our Juno gaston rotary that I'm a member of adopted the Lena Point trail which is really interesting cuz we ri- originally built that trail um uh, together with Trail Mix and uh, and it's been an opportunity for us to to work on, re- on maintaining it, you know, to to redo sections of it. And we actually put a bench there uh, on the trail that sits right on the water. Beautiful, 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 really, really nice view. So uh, we but the Rotary volunteered and volunteers every Saturday for uh, at least five, five or six mm-hmm. Saturdays out there. Mm-hmm. And I was there a couple of them, but uh, it's been it's been it was a great project to do together, but again, juneau great to get volunteers it really is but got to get the word out and once you get the word out people do volunteer
1: that's right and we do have um this saturday uh for national public lands day we're going to be hosting a volunteer event on the outer point trail at nine o'clock um, the work will look like a lot of uh, moving gravel and, and carrying old rotten slippery boardwalk out and gravel in um, be some digging and some some brushing uh, so if anyone listening wants to uh, spend a saturday doing some trail work uh we'll will be doing volunteer trail work on the Outer Point
0: Trail from 9 to noon. Well, you too can meet Ryan here on Saturday. <laughs> it's great having you too on. Thank you right. for being here. Thank you. Kevin. Thanks, Kevin. And be here tomorrow, I'll be speaking with Juno Police. This is Kevin Allen Fraction Line. Signing off.